You're listening to the AfterBuzz TV Network. Now the largest new media platform on the web and your number one source for after-show entertainment. Very good, The AfterBuzz Studios in Los Angeles, California, presented by Maria Menounos and Bing.com, and streaming live thanks to Akamai Technologies, this is AfterBuzz TV's Vegas After Show. We'll break down tonight's episode and get you all the latest news and gossip. If you'd like to buzz in on tonight's show, you can buzz us at 424-256-1729. That's 424-256-1729. And now, another post-game wrap-up show for your favorite TV show. It's AfterBuzz TV's Vegas After Show. Hey. What's up, After Buzzers? Happy Tuesday. Ah, Bing is for doing, and this week we're doing another episode of CBS's Vegas first season, sixth episode, The Real Thing. I'm your host, Thaddeus Massey, and joining me this evening are, across from me, Nick Perdue and Bam Erickson. Yes! I love these guys. This is a memoriam uh, episode for... Alex Salem, you can find him at the Alex Salem. We've not forgotten about you, Alex. Get well. We'll hope to have you here again next week if CBS doesn't cut us a double week. And <laughs> again, for the second time this season, yes, it annoyed me too. I know you guys are like, what the, you know what? Why is, why are we getting cut? It was um, election night. Whatever, dude. Vegas is more important <laughs> than the we election. We all knew but... who was going to win. <laughs> Well, maybe not all of us. <laughs> anyway, so who was the president in 1960? Well, they they just talked about Kennedy. Kennedy was running. He was running, yeah. So, well, was, so who was the president was before that? Kennedy. You would know that because you're good with history. I am good with history, but in this particular case, <laughs> I cannot remember weren't right you, now. Weren't you, you know? Yes, and I'm wearing my <laughs> UCLA hat, too. Which uh, is not a thinking cap right now, but it I'll, is to I'll remind everybody out. that USC and UCLA are playing this weekend, uh, and it is a big game at the Rose Bowl, number 17, UCLA versus number 18, USC. It has nothing to do with Vegas, but whoever wins, I'm sure we'll go to Vegas and celebrate since uh, that's a big crosstown rivalry yeah, game. All, all of the college guys go and gamble, right? I mean, I hope not. Right. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, into the episode of Vegas. What happens this week? So, the the episode starts off right, and we have these guys that come into the back room to audit the books, mm-hmm. and one of the guys who's I guess he's one of the accountants or one of the clerks or whatever. He actually is getting sick or whatever, and then he fumbles and spills a drink onto one of the chips that has some solution on it, though. I, you know what? I didn't. I, all I noticed was the Alka Seltzer. I'm like, well, that's why he's getting sick because Alka Seltzer 1960 probably wasn't as refined <laughs> <laughs> then as it is now. So it probably gave you heartburn as, as opposed to help resolve it. And it was probably a little more, had some battery acid or something, which burnt off. Battery acid. I don't know. <laughs> but it, it probably burnt off whatever was on the chip. Mm-hmm. So that's why you saw. And Mia was like, she she looked down and she saw like, okay, why 
is this chip corroding right before my very eyes. Exactly. So she discovered that there was actually a fake chip in the casino. Mm-hmm. Um, what, what did you think when you saw this happen, Bam? Then it was a uh, it was an immediate setup for that this had to do with fake chips, and so I think this is a I think this is a great episode in the partic- uh, in the story because it, it tells the story of Vegas, and so mm-hmm. with fake chips and at that partic- at that time, how did people do corrupt things? Because in 2012, they are on a whole different level of corruption and, and cheat and cheating. Right. But to see this and how you goes from the dentistry who has something to do with this and how he makes the chips and and how he's better than a, a, than some uh, than the uh, than the little side hustler who makes the chips and so it just it, it's great storytelling for what Vegas was back in the '60s. Right. I thought it was very interesting how they pointed out that the counterfeit chips were being manufactured via dental cement. cement. Yeah. Yeah. What did you think about that? I mean, did that stick out to you, Nick? Like yeah, it was what, it was smart. Was it? Yeah. <laughs> right. You know what I mean? Thaddeus, I was like, this is smart. Like how come I didn't think of that? Uh, <laughs> you know, I mean I am gonna go to my to my dentist tomorrow and be like, yo, I got this idea. Uh we can make some money real quick. You're uh, in debt. <laughs> Yeah, I'm like you're in debt, I'm in debt. Let's make this thing happen. Uh, but no, I mean you know because as you as you see like the the local bootlegger or like the uh, local counterfeiter, you know was 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 getting shaked up, right? Because right. he was like the guy to go to. But you know he said if I could make chips this good, then I would have been doing it, you know, all over town. Yeah. Right. And and so like I guess coming from that perspective since he was like the guy to go to and he was surprised of like dude this is like this is really good right. you know what I mean right. then you're like okay like, this has to be like real good stuff so it's definitely you know well thought thought through and you know I think hey if it if it works then you know I'm, I'm not saying do it right but I'm saying if I'm, it works honestly I was sitting there thinking like <laughs> is that how you do it yeah oh but you know one thing that's funny when the girl came into the dentist's office and her tooth was missing yeah. Apparently, she just had an accident at rehearsal. Which right? I didn't quite believe that story, but she was just way too chipper to have lost a tooth. Right. And, and, and uh, I just, as far as I'm concerned, as far as what I think, I think a girl that is obviously she's in some kind of show business, she's a show girl or whatever, mm. and she's some really, runs. yeah, she's a really pretty girl, comes to the dentist with a missing tooth. I mean, of course you want the dentist to... To fix your tooth, mm-hmm. you're hoping that he's going to be able to fix your tooth, but the whole tooth was missing, and she wasn't freaking out. Right? Yeah. For me, I would think. I mean, I would freak out. Exactly. Yeah, I would freak out too. You're like, dude, like, no. I mean, <laughs> I, I would think she would show up like in tears, like, yeah, and she had blood yeah, yeah, and her yeah, lips were swollen, yeah. like and someone I, punched her. I'd be embarrassed up in my mouth. I'd be like. <laughs> right, you know I'm here. Right, <laughs> you, know, you fixed teeth. Mine are messed up. Right, <laughs> you know, it was a little pervy when he put the gas thing on her though, and he was, was like, pervy, yeah. and he was talking to her. Well, I can't remember what he was. I saying. thought it was gonna go a whole another direction. Right. You it was know? a little pervy. Yeah, it was yeah. like, wait a minute. <laughs> Do you mind the radio? What's, you're right. <laughs> What's going on right now? I thought he was gonna rape her. Yeah, that's, that's what I that's, thought. That's too. what I thought was gonna happen too. Yeah, but I'm glad he didn't rape her. Well. I'm glad he didn't rape her as as well. I mean, he ended up dead. 
You didn't. So we have another who done it for Lamb the Lambs. Another one. The Lamb yeah. Brothers so the and, La- and the Lambs the Lamb Brothers and Son. So they have this Dennis that's laid out, uh, and of course it leads to this investigation for with the fake chips. Yeah, and it's revealed that he had a gambling problem. Right. And he was in debt of forty thousand dollars. Correct. Yeah. yeah. So he obviously needed. The extra dough. <laughs> yeah. I mean, his wife told him, you know, his wife said, oh, he's broke. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, honestly, when they jumped to the wife, it was like, oh, well, she has something to do with it. The divorce wasn't quite over yet. He yeah. had some money, yeah. but they, they quickly dismissed that. She's like, he's broke, and he, he's probably got maybe $100 worth. Of, of, of gold. Of gold. Yeah, of gold, right, because they found some under her fingernail. Yeah. Of, yeah. Uh, well, was it his fingernail? They found the gold under his? Yeah. His, okay. Under his right, so he only had about no more. He never had more than $100 worth of gold at the office or whatever, and mm-hmm. come to find out, it's about the cement the cement to make the fake chips Mm -hmm. Um, I want to go back to the beginning of the episode when uh, what's uh, Lamb's son his name is uh, starts with a D I don't want to say Dennis. I, I want to say Dixon. Dixon. Yeah. It is Dixon. Yeah. Yeah. So he has these three guys in the middle of the desert with their <laughs> pants down, which I thought was really funny. And I want to give a shout out to Wardrobe because I really think that they made those guys wear 1960s briefs. They didn't have boxer briefs down. They were like kind of baggy, like the kind you see your grandpa wear. <laughs> they weren't really tight. But they were so like they, they, they weren't fitted at all. They're they like, yeah. like 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 pampers. Kind of wearing them yeah. like <laughs> they're, they're like OG depends. Yeah, like yeah. yeah, they weren't really snug. I think they purposely got some old school. Oh, they could just make fruit of the loom for them. Yeah, yeah. I really think they did. But but what I think they should have done was put a little chocolate. You know, down because you know, you see, like the uh, the opening wide shot was them a skid, a skid was, was from yeah. behind. Yeah, because like they're scared, they're nervous. You know, I would have liked to see it a little. Well, I mean, I don't think anybody's gonna really be scared of Dixon. Maybe, well, maybe when Ralph shows up. Yeah, when Ralph just shows up and you know cocks the gun right. and shoot him. You know, right? Should have for a little. <laughs> but but that's funny. But one thing I did notice that Ralph said when he got there, if you notice, he, he sure did. He uh, made a comment. Uh, regarding the law and justice, what, what was that? Do you remember, do you remember he, exactly what he said, he ma'am? He said there's a difference between law and justice. Right. As he was saying to his son. Mm-hmm. Right. And I thought that was a, a very poignant statement and line that yeah. was written. Yeah, because it, re- it was later revealed again in conversation. Exactly, mm-hmm. which we'll get to. But uh, it can make you think about so many different situations. Mm-hmm. It can make you think on a grander scheme about the system and the, you know, the the uh, rancher justice. Exactly, rancher <laughs> justice, which is what rancher justice is. It's yeah. about doing some somewhat of doing the right thing, even doesn't even if it doesn't completely coincide with the law. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, sometimes doing the right thing isn't Has, doing the right thing. Yeah, right. <laughs> exactly. You know. So, um but what I what was interesting was this episode and and this whole ordeal with the fake chips, it involved both Savino and it involved Lamb because that's the who done it. Right. And mm. so 
And so Lamb, obviously, their job is to figure out who done it. And then also because the chips were being stolen in the in the Savoy, then the two of them had to actually work together. Right. And so that that was interesting because you know when he showed when uh when Lamb and the, when when Lamb and his brother showed up to the casino, you know Savino's like, um, yeah, could you like make a telephone call this time? And he's like, no, you know, I this is something that you need to know in person. So then he reveals about the chips, that right. the chips being stolen. And then when he finds out that the dentist is dead, Savino's like, well, our problem is solved. You know, he's dead, whatever. Right. And so then he goes and takes him to, he goes, um, uh, Savino, and then make a truce, saying that you know, hey, I'm a, you know, give you some inside, but I have to have your word that you know this is. You're not going to take me to jail for any of this, right? Right. So then yeah. he goes and takes him back to the local um, street hustler um, slash bootlegger. the bootlegger right. and right. chips, and so he's all beat up in the back. Yeah. Blood, yeah. He's all bloodied. Yeah, and so he's beat up or whatever, and then it's revealed that they um, he arrested some. Uh, he who did he arrest when he took him out? He arrested. No, I, I I move forward. So oh, you once, did move forward. Yeah, I was like, he didn't yeah, arrest anybody yeah. right there. So then once, so then once he, he did, he got some information from the from the local local chip. Dealer. Oh yeah, they're saying like yeah. that's where they got the information about where it was made out of the out of the dental cement. Yeah, right. That's where, yeah, right, right, right. So when he told him, he said, "Look, I feel like okay, you got him. He's dead. Our problems are solved." He said, "Well, no, it's not that easy because now we got to figure out who killed yeah. this guy. We got to figure out who killed him. Yeah. Plus." The supplies, everything that was needed to manufacture the fake chips stolen. was stolen and yeah. gone, too. So, obviously, he had a partner. Yeah. There was somebody else who had a hand in this mm-hmm. whole shebang bang. The brother's name, I want to call him Jason because his name is Jason Amara. What's the brother's name? Uh, Jack. 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 So, then Jack and them decide that, oh, I'll go get some help. Right. <laughs> And so he goes to Mia. Yes. Yeah. You know, yeah. his, his future uh, boo thing. He goes. <laughs> <laughs> so they're doing the whole investigation. And then, funny boo boo. Uh, yeah. Break down how they, uh, break down that whole, how they figure it out. Because. Yeah. Uh, okay. Because the dentist was, the dentist, he was in debt $40,000. Yeah. And so. They had to figure night, out. Yeah. Where exactly and how he was mm-hmm. able to. Cash. Cash in the, the funds. Yeah. And, yeah. And cause, so what happened with that, Nick? I know Vegas law, at least now, like Vegas law, especially with with taxes, that anytime you you win a certain amount of of money in a casino, and then when you go in to cash the uh, chips, Mm -hmm. uh, the casino gives you a form for the IRS. So they give you like a tax form. So like they record all this information. So they're expecting you to, you know, do your part too. Because like they're already going to tell the IRS like, yo, so-and-so made or so-and-so won this amount of money, you know, be expecting a tax form from right, that, right? right? So I know you have things like, it's just 30 or 90 days that you have to, to file it after you, you win, right? right? So, but again, like there's a, there's a, a certain number. So back then, you know, well, at least at the Savoy is that they record everyone's name and everyone's address uh, when they cash in over $2,000 worth of chips right. or coin or whatever it is. And then so what uh, the, the dentist did, he went, he went in during this, this particular cashier shift Mm-hmm. And he would cash in anywhere from nineteen hundred to about nineteen hundred fifty dollars worth of chips at one time. Right, because so was, two thousand dollars was a cap off. Yeah, yeah. So there was no paper trail or, or anything 
that they thought that would lead you know them that, that would lead it back to the dead dentist right and so while uh your boy jack and mia mm-hmm. were were uh you know getting cozy back there in the uh in the uh receipt room i guess you can call, right. it, call it right you right. know they have all the archived records yeah. yeah and they said oh it's like a needle in a haystack we're gonna be here all night then what do you say you said uh he said, "Like I've I've experienced worse or something like that." Right, said, yeah, yeah, so, yeah. yeah. And he was cheesing from ear to ear. Yeah, he, he was that. he was excited. He was like, "Well, you know, whatever happens, put the coffee on." That's what kind of what I wanted right. him to say. Like, right. you know, put the coffee on. Take off your pants. I kind of wanted him to go <laughs> all the way with it. You Let's know, it's get like, it on. yeah, you know, you can give me some of that rancher justice. Um, <laughs> <laughs> that's a good way of putting it. I'm sure she would love to receive some rancher so justice. They uh they found this particular day and this particular time um of of receipts that you know all were nineteen hundred to about nineteen hundred uh or sorry yeah nineteen hundred and fifty dollars. It was about twenty two of them, um and it equaled out to the same amount to the same amount yeah. that he to that the dentist indebted. Howard yeah. uh, Saffron was his name right yeah. yeah because he actually when they actually went to confront the uh, the bookie guy the bookie guy said that he had been paid off and that he paid like 37,000 and some change so he paid off right. his, so, yeah. that he paid, so that he paid off his debt so we forgot to actually mention that but so like I said he goes back and they're going to investigate the Land Brothers going to investigate the bookie the bookie says that um, that the debt's been paid off so he's clear okay. yeah so and the so, bookie didn't kill him yeah and so now they knew that specific amount of 37,000 400 yeah, it was yeah. 37, and so 400. and then Mia because she's good with math and numbers she figures out all of the the um all of the receipts for that particular day because they were stupid they took it all out in one day right mm. now what I also thought was great was how even back then you showed that they had like a sophisticated system of mm. figuring out of logging stuff of and, logging yeah. everything and how monies were being transferred or whatever mm. even though technically people didn't have to sign in mm-hmm. on the cash outside. Um, so you have, you still have a cashier who's cashing out the chips. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And they figure out that it and was And they cashier. figured out it was cashier 189. Yeah. Okay. Um, so she's in deep trouble. <laughs> yeah. This girl's an uh, accomplice to say the least. Right. <laughs> Which is really funny. But before we, we dive into that, Savino's having some issues with the mayor. Mm-hmm. Yeah. With Bennett, which yeah. is also a big deal. And the reason why I like this this subplot is because it opened up a door for his wife to get involved. And we haven't had Mia's story, her arc is kind of on the love arc. She's yeah. like she came in, she tried to do her thing at the casino and mm-hmm. call daddy. And I think her dad is going to come back, you know, we'll talk oh, about yeah. their predictions and obviously try to squeeze and do his thing or whatever and use his relationship with his daughter to do that, obviously. But her story right now is, is pretty much with Jack yeah. on, the, on the, on the love side. Mm-hmm. And, uh, we need to do, they need to do something with the assistant district attorney, like mm-hmm. with, with Carrie Ann Moss, with Catherine, they have to do something with this character. So they have to give her a, Nemesis. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So who would that be? Laura, his wife. Exactly. Mm-hmm. But, but yeah, exactly, uh, Savino's wife. So and then also and also it not only did it set up um a relationship between between uh Catherine and Laura, but also it kind of um 
it made a statement in regards to to, um, to Savino and, and his marriage because mm-hmm. when he found out that Ben had decided that they um, went and did the audit, he Savino was like, okay, it's time to take him out. Right. And so yeah. he was getting ready to cancel lunch or lunch or dinner with his wife, and his wife was pretty upset. She was pretty pissed about it. And so right. she was like, you know, nothing has changed. You know, I could basically go back to Chicago. Right. Mm-hmm. And so then, rather than him lie like he did before, he actually told her the truth. And rather than her wig, wig out about it, she did what a woman of that particular... A mob wife a would mob do. A mob wife would mm-hmm. do. She had his back, and she was like, oh, you know what? I'll, I'll fix this. So there's a call. There's a Las Vegas coalition. I'll go. Um, it's known that the other women does hasn't voted for Bennett. I'll go there. You know, mingle with the women, right. and we'll get this vote together. So basically, she had his back. So it it for him telling the truth, mm-hmm. it serve it, yeah, it worked it in his favor yeah it worked in his yeah. favor exactly and 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 to and to Savino's uh you know credit he had figured it out like really quickly he was like okay I gotta get this guy out of office yeah there's no way he's gonna be able to bump this guy off and do it that in that fashion so there he's gonna handle it his way yeah so he's gonna meet with uh this businessman Grady who's running for office and put him in his pocket basically sets up a lunch meeting with him and uh basically tells him that you know you need me. And just like a politician, he says, you need me too. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that was exactly. pretty funny. Exactly. That was hilarious. That's just what a politician would do. Um, so I thought that was great. Now, what's awesome about what Savino's wife did, Laura is her name, right? Yeah. Yeah. What she did was she offered her female hand at at making sure that he was ready and be and pre, and be presentable for this debate exactly that was going to come on tv exactly and, polished a little bit kind of yeah, print right you know, kind of yeah and it just it just to me show what a powerful couple can do if they work together and on the same page that's true I, hillary I, and bill right i loved it i <laughs> yeah. loved it will and jada hey yeah. Yeah. beyonce and jay-z i mean hey we can go on and on with the, the powerful Elton john and I was going to say, but let's not. <laughs> I was going to say Ellen and Portia de Rossi. But, you know, uh-huh. I, you know, I just think that it's it was good to see that. Yeah. Now, what is Catherine up to? She goes to the beauty salon, sits right next to Laura Savino while their hair, their hair isn't getting dry. Like, is she up to something? I think she is. What is she up to? But... I think my bad. when she went when when they were sitting at the at the beauty parlor as they call it back in those days, right? Mm-hmm. Had she seen? Had she had they had the meeting at the coalition yet? Because that's no, she, they hadn't had the meeting. They're getting their hair done, getting ready for that debate. Okay, um, but so if they were getting ready for the debate, that means she did see Laura because yeah, remember, she she knew she, who no, she was. She, yeah, she said yeah. that's that's. Savino's wife. And she was shocked. Okay, so she pointed her out. So therefore, uh, um, Catherine knew who who she was, but um, right. Laura didn't know who Catherine was. Exactly. So I guess again, what is Laura up to? Yeah. I mean, not Laura. What is Catherine, Catherine up, to? up to? That's my question. What do you think, Nick? Well, I think Catherine is up to, and I'll get right into that after we do this iTunes. Uh, so make sure you guys tune in. <laughs> Good one. And uh, you know, if you don't have an iTunes account, make sure just make a, a iTunes account. Tell your friends to make an iTunes account, and you could watch the uh, Vegas podcast. You could watch this podcast. You could watch every single AfterBuzz show on iTunes, and go on there and like and comment and rate and tell your friends and post it on Facebook and Twitter and MySpace and all that good stuff. Uh, and it's it's really good. It's fun. And it's really 
literally, I'm saying it's probably going to be the best podcast, period. Ever. Holla at your boys. And if you have other favorite Good. After Buzz TV shows, Good. you can go on there. <laughs> you can go on there and uh, rate those, comment those, and like those as well, and support you know uh, Bam and Thaddeus on their their other shows that they do as well. Yeah, if you guys want to call in, if you guys have anything you guys want to say about the show, uh, you can call us here in studio and make any comments, ask any questions you want right here. Sir Richard Went- Wentworth uh, mentioned it earlier at four two four two five six seventeen twenty twenty nine four two four two five six seventeen twenty nine. So back to Laura Savino. I mean Laura Savino and Catherine. And Catherine. I'm uh, Catherine is up to some shenanigans which I think are good. They haven't yeah, like, truly well, re- revealed them yet. It seems as if she might have been trying to figure out what if they become like girlfriends? That's well, what's gonna happen. Well I think that's it's all gonna be an angle. I'm sorry, go ahead. I think that's Laura's intention is to have a girlfriend because she's in this new city. She doesn't have anyone. She doesn't have any friends. So I think Laura's intention is to have a girlfriend. And then because right. I, I don't think cause Laura doesn't know that Catherine is the ADA yet. Yeah, she doesn't know. And that. she still so. was like when at the debate, she was like, "What are you doing here?" She said. What would you like? Basically, what are you doing yeah. here? Yeah. And she was like, "I work for the city." She still yeah. didn't even say. Yeah, she didn't say. Exactly so she's being what like, she really. Yeah. So she's definitely working some type of angle to because like she doesn't want to show all of her cards yet. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Right. So like you'll really see like this re- relationship slash nemesis really kind of grow in the, you know the next coming right. episodes. Kind of see what's what's going on. And speaking of wardrobe, also like how how they had Laura dress when they were at the debate. She had on a nice blue dress and then she had on a nice little pearls around her neck and she was very... <laughs> what, what was it? Laura, she had her. She had on a nice uh, little blue dress and they had these nice big white pearls around her neck and so she looked very... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, I just... Otherwise, I funny, just funny. She looked very... She, necklace, she looked... Uh-huh. She looked very, um, almost like first lady. Very. Oh, what kind of uh, necklace was it? Own, own, pearls. Onassis, a little bit. A little, a little, uh, uh, oh, anyway. is, is it the way I said pearls? Or something? Uh, no, no, no. It just, it just pearls. It just, it just when you, when you have pearls on your neck, it's just funny. I don't know why it's funny. It's just I funny think it me. is too. That's just like an old person. It's That's old not, school. Yeah, old, very yeah, old school. You know, grandmama's pearls on yeah. your neck. Oh, baby, go ahead. You know, throwing grandmama's pearls. Right. Come get your mama pearls. Pearls. <laughs> <laughs> A pearl, by the way, is a grain of sand that is harnessed by oysters, 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 right? oysters yeah. 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 Or, or is it a clam? <clears throat> is it a clam or an oyster? <laughs> the more the more he plays, the more you know music. The more you know. <laughs> Thanks. By, my by the way, just really, really quickly, because yeah. I know we, we asked who the who the president was prior to uh, JFK getting elected was Dwight D. Eisenhower. Eisenhower, mm. Ike. We love you in his whole big speech about the military industrial complex. You guys, if you don't know anything about that, you know, just search it on YouTube and you'll learn a lot. Go to UCLA. You know. <laughs> okay. So what more could be said? Yeah, well, but so, continuing on with uh, with Laura and, and Catherine mm-hmm. with this debate. Now, let's go into that. So, you know, Catherine was, uh, I'm sorry, uh, Laura you know, made sure that she wanted to have Governor, um, the guy who was running. Grady. Was, uh, Grady. Was, yeah, Grady. was Grady. Yeah. Wanted to make sure that he was prepped and ready. And right. then, of course, Savino had his own little thing, what he wanted to do as well. Right. So she made sure that he was powdered. Right. Mm-hmm. Governor Bennett, when she tried to powder him, he was like, men don't wear makeup. All right. And so he didn't even know that he was being set up. So then what happens when the debate happens? Well, he set himself up. Well, yeah, he set yeah, himself with up. With that. Yeah. But and they kind of knew. He's they old school. Knew. Yeah. If this is yeah. 1960, this guy has to be, what, 50, 60? 
Yeah, so he that means he, his heyday was yeah. like 1920 something. Yeah, he's an old guy. He's a oh, probably born 1800. This dude's a dinosaur. Yeah. <laughs> like really. <laughs> So he's not thinking about makeup TV. TV was still yeah. black and white back then. Yes, he wasn't yeah. thinking. But what happened is, so, so when the debate was going, and when Govern, uh, when um, when Grady was making his speech, he was very poised and polished. And mm-hmm. then as they're switching camera angles, then you could see Bennett sweating because again, lights. Mm-hmm. We all know that mm-hmm. when you're in the lights, you sweat. So it's mm-hmm. good that you have powder. Right. And then, so he's already looking nervous. And then to put it over the top. Then Savino makes sure that he has his boys go cut out the, uh, the <laughs> at the center. That K- was funny. K Los. At, at K Los. At right. K Los Vegas to make sure that as he's <laughs> speaking, yeah, as he's speaking, then the power cuts off. Right. Yeah. And that was really funny. That was a big wire. Yeah. It you, was, know, you, you, know, you know what's funny? And I, I really like how his, his henchman had, had, had ejected that, uh, that truck. That, that truck. The, the big rig yeah. on TV yeah. and the next thing you know he said whoa he said just let the, the bus driver said just let me live I, I got kids he said yeah I got hemorrhoids and I don't like <laughs> I don't want them I don't like them either but he you know he says just let me live just let me live he said what well, I'm chewing gum what do you what I look like I look like I'm gonna kill you I'm chewing gum he said look he pulls out his money and pays him off and tells the guy you know go on you know you didn't see anything here and the next thing you know you cut to and you see these guys dropping off new TVs courtesy of Grady so they can yeah. watch the debates. Yeah. This is a mob, classic mob st- fashion, mob style antics. And I love it. And I love also how these guys do all their dirt in like broad daylight. $2,000 suits. <laughs> like, dude climbs up on the roof to cut the wire. This dude is suited. So yeah, he can yeah, come right back downstairs and. You know, look like he did exactly. Look like he wasn't doing it with the wire cutters, bolt cutters, the big old wire bolt cutters <laughs> to the whole station. Like yeah. that's the whole. Yeah. That, it, it was a big thick wire too. Yeah, it was really funny. But now also too, like one one thing that like if you guys notice, you know, Savino still has like said, these old mob tactics. Right. But he's not like really hitting guys and pinching guys anymore and shooting guys. You know, like he's really trying to get clean he's trying to do stuff not say by the book but he's he's trying to do stuff in a clean fashion to where it's not a lot of blood and guts and not like just you know put him in a a shallow grave and let's get get rid of the problem that way right you know so he's maturing as a businessman yeah you think so a little bit there's there's a part of him where because you have to remember he's thinking about the future and so he's trying to he's trying to leave majority of old school ways but keeping only the essential, the essential parts that he must do in order to, you know, to to continue to be new school. He's trying to mm-hmm. he's trying to take it to the next level. Right. So there's some things that you know when he has to get down and dirty, he's going to do it. But he's just not going to do it as he would as if he was back in Chicago. Yeah. On the well, south side. Well, well, exactly. I don't really think he's necessarily maturing. I just think he's already a forward thinker. Mm-hmm. And to to get messy and to have to bump somebody off and then to have to. You know, mm. you know, dispose, uh, the dispose of them and all that. I mean, remember mm. what happened with the girl and her lover? Yeah, mm. last episode, and in the bed with the the sandwich. <laughs> yeah, where was the sandwich at? Remember that? Yeah, and yeah. they had to this whole this whole thing. Oh, where's the dude's car? Well, you told me to get rid of it, so I disassembled. Put the car back together. It was just a mess. Yeah, it's yeah. too much to deal it's with. It's too much to deal with. So. I believe, you know, he has the wherewithal to know that, look, it's much easier 
to control and manipulate than to bump off. I mean, we if we have to do it, we have to, we do what yeah. we have to do. And his last but one. Oh, go ahead. It's not like a guy like Rizzo who was like, I'll bump you off yeah. first and then ask questions later. Ask questions later. <laughs> you know, he's business is, you know, the foremost thing on his mind. And yeah. that's distraction from business. What are you about to say, Bam? And the last uh, his last words is when he said, you know, um, after the power was cut, he said, you know, people remember uh, the last thing that they see. And right. so that was his whole point right. and making sure that Governor Bennett, uh, that Mayor Bennett's speech was cut off because people are not going to remember. They're only going to remember what um, um, Gray, Grace, what's his name? Grady. Grady said. And so, you know, justice was served as far as he's concerned. And with that, good night. <laughs> <laughs> and, and justice was served. And, yeah. and, you know, the thing I like about this episode, and I don't want them to make a habit of it. But they Listen work. The guys work together. Daddy is speaking. The guys work together. Savino and Lamb had a mutual interest yeah. in working together mm-hmm. in this situation. Um, so after the case was about to be, be closed, after they, you know, uh, they interviewed cashier one eighty nine. The girl's name was Holly, Holly. Yeah. and Lamb busted her. Ch- I mean, he was, you know, he, he, he Savino <laughs> wants to take her in the back like a dude. Yeah. He wanted to take her in the back. He said, "No, nah, he's not back off." <laughs> now, hold up. When he was, you know, he walking can her, get in- information, you know, much faster. Exactly. It was my he probably wanted to waterboard her or something, something crazy, some old espionage type technique. No, they don't use that. They're much worse. They just beat the heck out of you. I thought Lamb's little speech to uh, to Holly was very funny because <laughs> he said it in such simplistic uh, in such a simplistic way right yeah where she just felt like an idiot she had to have felt like right. stupid and it cut off it, it cut a lot of time it's yeah. like the only obvious thing for you to do is to go ahead and just tell say, us say, say, what, say, what, say what's sorry. up say sorry and, and he said okay you're sorry. halfway there <laughs> she said sorry mm-hmm. okay you're halfway <laughs> it was really funny but it was a good scene. So it, it led to, you know. It led to it led to them finding Jesse because Jesse was a boyfriend. And right. Jesse was one that mm-hmm. killed the dentist. And, and wa- killed yeah, killed the night, night watchman, watchman yeah. at the medical uh, supply factory. Yeah, because the two, uh, because the dentist and the girl, they went in half because they wa- they were um, in debt. Right. But mm-hmm. then Jesse, of course, is always one greedy person. So her boyfriend was a greedy one and he wanted to keep going. And the dentist didn't want to do that. So that's why he died. And then so Savino and, and Lamb were now both after Jesse. Jesse, uh, Savino was like, I'll find him. Lamb said, I'll find him. And of course, Savino finds him. And then what's so funny is as soon as as soon as Savino comes out with him, you know, like, okay, I got him. I got him. I told you I'll find him first. Then, then, <laughs> and then the lights, the headlights flick. Right. <laughs> that's like, that's tradition. Uh, the headlights right. flicks. He got his gun. Right. And then they kind of have their, their little, their little moment little together. Banter. Their little banter about, you know, if someone came and stole from you and da, 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 And then of course, Savino basically, really, you know, he got his money. He relinquished a guy, but I love the way he just, psst. Yeah, he like uppercutted yeah. him like Pistol old school street fighter. Yeah. Oh, you can't style. It was like <laughs> old school video game style, yeah. and you mm. really felt it when he, I was like, "Oh my gosh, 
Yeah, that was that was Michael Chiklis from The Shield. No, I, I think that was Michael Chiklis. I think <laughs> I think that I think that actor got a bump. I think he really he really hit him. <laughs> that was, he really knocked. I was like out. I was like Mike Mike Tyson and uh, what, what was his name? And uh, Zach yeah, Galifianakis yeah, from uh, Hangover. Yeah, yeah. It seemed like it was one of those kinds of scenes. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, I have to say that the way Jesse took that last five hundred thousand dollars. Was very Ocean's Eleven like. Yes, you know oh, yeah, the way was. that he walked right into the casino. You know he had on the full garb. He knew the exact timing. He knew the yes. schedule. Mm-hmm. You yes. know he had the 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 draping over the uh, over the cash cart and everything. Yes. And so he walked right in to the to the vault. And the guards were none the wiser right. until they were tied up. And you know he went in and took. Took the money. Wasn't the original Ocean's Eleven made back in those then day with uh, Sammy? Yeah, with the yeah. with the rat pack. Yeah. yeah. So maybe they got the idea from. They might have. They may have. I thought it was really. I mean, some guys would have that idea. It's like, look, they're going to catch on to us sooner or later anyway. So why not just hit it big one big time and then bounce and be done instead of just nickeling and diming a little bit here and there. And yeah. then by the time you get busted, you might only clear like 20,000 or something. Like, yeah. Like, yeah. you know, 37,000. That's not a lot of money. You know, let's hit it for one big one and yeah. be done with it. When you get that hand, be done. You right. that big, you take the house. Exactly. So, <laughs> Whatever that meant, ladies and gentlemen, after buzzers, I don't know what that. That was that was that was my that was my George Clooney Ocean Eleven. That, that, that was your George Clooney. That was my that was my, that was my little black, I, I, black George Clooney. I thought I heard Marissa laugh or say something. That was my oh my bad. So let's go into news and no news, no news. Mm-hmm. So the is, news is no news. I mean, they're the number one show. They're. There's no new show. Okay, hold on, wait. Let's go to news and gossip. (laughs) All right. After Buzz TV News. Okay, Ben Erickson. All right, well, the news and gossip is Vegas is still the number one show, the new number one show. It's followed on a great night as NCIS, NCIS LA, and Vegas. And and on Tuesdays, CBS, they kill in the ratings. And so they're number one. They're still doing extremely well. They've been picked up for a full season. And so, you know, I don't want to say they're the, I I don't want to say that word, but, you know, they're the itch. (laughs) They're the itch? Yeah. So now he's going to make this podcast match the show and have it be number one on iTunes. Yes, we've so got to one. get we've got to get in the top ten. So tell a friend, tell everybody that tell you Tell Mama and M. And leave your comments, call in. But yeah, we got to get in the top ten. Yeah, we do we definitely gotta. have to get in the top ten, especially since it's the number one show. Uh, also, Dennis Quaid is in an upcom- um, uh, up-and-coming film. Mm-hmm. Um, Cheaper by the, the dozen three. Mm-hmm. The, <laughs> the rookie too. No. <laughs> any, any given any, Sunday, any, any given Friday. Again. No, so yeah, he's in, oh, a, he in, was a, in that a, movie. Yeah, uh, yeah. He, he's in a romantic comedy coming up. I can't remember the name of it, but what's With crazy Bonnie is I saw Hunt the poster. I, don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I can't, I can't remember the name of it, but I saw the poster uh, just uh, yesterday, and he looks at least twenty years younger. Than he makeup. does on the show. Is that man? And the character just looks great. He looks he looks really great. So so and he does his wife. Yeah, he picks a good project. So I, I love I love Dennis Quaid. That's that's news and gossip that Dennis Quaid is divorced. His wife. That's left true. Him, you know. Really? Yeah, because he was that's out. True. He was out Tiger Woods in it. 
Oh, so, here we go. <laughs> so it, I know they got no. His, yeah, wife, was going like, his wife for seven years was like, "Yo, it's either gonna be me or all them." And he's like, "I'm on a number one show on CBS." But so. he wasn't married for ten years, so the wife won't get half. She'll get some, but she won't get half. Yeah, no, she won't. You know, get a get a Tiger Woods kind of situation, but you know, she'll she'll <laughs> she'll get something. She'll definitely get. Yeah, she won't be hungry. Yeah. You know. Okay. Well. Let's go into predictions for next week. <laughs> and now, your After Buzz TV predictions. Well, you, okay. said, you said your pet peeve is you don't want to see the two of them working together. Well, <laughs> no, my pet peeve is I don't want to become corny where they become buddies and they're working together like on a regular basis. Like, it, they they showed the okay see, seeing where it's gonna go next week, mm. and it looks like he arrests Savino for some reason. Or he's like in protective custody. Yeah, protective custody. Like, yeah, it, it seems like they're about to slap dominoes and and, and drink a couple forty or something like a couple a couple Damn. buddies. And I'm not, yeah, I'm not. I I agree. It's too soon. I mean, yeah. you know. You got a full season. You, you're not on the verge of being canceled. Right. So, I, <laughs> but this was already written, though. Uh yeah, but still, it was written. Vegas writers. I mean, great writers, but enough. Okay. So, what is your prediction for next week, Nicholas? Go. Uh, my prediction is that it's going to be twofold. So, Lamb is going to show Savino. This is just based off the off of the preview. Lamb is going to show Savino the way of the land, and then Savino is going to kind of show Lamb like this is how we run a casino. That's just kind of what I think. Okay. Predictions? Bam. Erickson, go. Prediction will be that Laura and Catherine are, you know, they're going to become homegirls. <laughs> I can think of a word. I can think of a word to use. Girlfriends? They're going to they're gonna, they're gonna become closer. Yeah. <laughs> And, like, their, gonna, and their like, relationship is, you know, we're going to get to see some women, you know, cat, cat fight. fight. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm. Always good for ratings. Okay, well, my prediction is Mia and Jack are finally going to hook up. Not yet. Nah. Kiss, maybe. That's hooking up. And it's 1960? Oh, yeah, you're right. That's hooking up. Yeah. That's kind of sealing the deal. Like, we have something. <laughs> you're mine. We're 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 putting it on the on the table. Or, but you remember when he asked her out, she was already going out. So maybe she'll, nah. She's it's a sixty. She's not gonna ask him out. I was gonna say because then maybe if she asks him out, then he will play hard to get. But no, nah, he won't play hard to get. Or he may walk in on her and then she'll be like, "Is there anything that I can do?" And then you know, like I don't know about that. <laughs> one, but what I think is, I'm really really at the point now where I'm like trying to see where it's gonna go. I know mm. in the preview they showed that. Uh, the guy from is it Montana, the assassin? Uh, what was the assassin's name? The hitman from that other crew. Oh, uh, it starts with the R. And they threw him off of his uh, threw him off the trail last time because they took care of his buddies from the union. I can't remember. I can't remember his name. The guy who was looking for the sandwich. Yeah, yeah. But he comes back. Yeah, and he's gonna stir up trouble. And I, I'm looking forward to that because that dude is pretty sinister. Mia's dad's going to come back, and then we'll probably see more. Oh, now uh, the governor, the governor. I'm, I'm sorry, I keep saying governor, but Mayor Bennett. Mm-hmm. With him, the with, election, with the whole election, mm-hmm. uh, now there's going to be beef, and there's going to be rift between he and Savino. There you go. Sounds exciting to yeah. me. Yeah. Do you think Kennedy's going to win? Uh, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Presidential election. 
All right, that's it for episode six, The Real Thing of CBS's Vegas Season 1. Thank you guys for joining us. We will see you guys next week. Where can we find you guys? Uh, on Twitter, online, at the Nick Purdue. Uh, at the Bam Erickson. No, well, wait. <laughs> I'm sorry. At Bam Erickson. Not the, but Bam Erickson. And you can find me at Club Thaddeus, C-O-U-B-T-H-A-D-D-E-U-S. We'll see you guys next Tuesday. From Bing.com, executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.